0: today about uh, section 4, which is the conductor section of the uh, Canadian Electrical Code, the CEC. Um, A little bit of background on myself. Um, I'm an apprentice and I'm by no means an expert. Um, I'm doing this uh, more for uh, listening for myself for um, when I do go back to school for intermediate. Um, I'm a little more prepared and I don't need to review everything because I've been listening to my own podcasts. Um, I appreciate everybody who's going to be tuning in for these and I hope this is uh, educational for everyone. Section 4 of the code uh, applies to conductors for uh, services, feeders, branch circuits, and uh, photovoltaic circuits Um, with regard to the maximal allowable Uh, Conductor ampacity, um, the determination of the maximum conductor uh, termination temperature, um, selection of uh, neutral conductors, selection of uh, conductor type for maybe a specific uh, condition of use, like if you're using uh, conductors outside, there'd be uh, limitations, Um, and uh, conductor identification. Now, for minimum size of conductors, except for flexible cord or equipment wire or uh, control circuit insulated conductors and cable, uh, insulate and insulated conductors, um, the conductor shall not be smaller than a fourteen gauge of copper or a twelve gauge of aluminum. Section four uh, slash uh, dash zero zero four ampacity of wires and cables. Uh, Talks about the allowable ampacities of copper conductors, and then as well as uh, aluminum conductors, and uh, their and their correction factors, which can be found in tables one uh, through four. Table one being uh, the allowable ampacity for a uh, single copper conductor uh, bare covered or insulated in free air. Table 2 is the allowable ampacity for not more than three insulated copper conductors um, in a raceway or cable. This is generally uh, the table that we will mostly use. In table 3 they uh, talk about uh, the uh, ampacity of the uh, aluminum conductors in free air And then table four is also aluminum conductors uh, with no more than three insulated aluminum conductors in a raceway. Um, And these are based on, uh, these tables one through four are based on ambient temperatures of 30 degrees. So if you had a situation where the ambient temperature in the room was... um, say 40 degrees, you would need to uh, go to table 5A uh, to get your correction factor. Um, and yeah, you simply just um, select well, whatever the ambient temperature was, if it was 40 degrees, and then you go over, and depending on your insulation uh, temperature rating on the conductor, it will have it printed on the on the cable assembly. Um, And it will say, you know, rate it to 90 degrees and then you just follow the chart over and that gives you a correction factor. So then you would take that number and multiply it by the rating that you found in uh, tables 1 through 4 and then that would be your new um, ampacity of that cable. And let's say you were running um, five conductors in a raceway um well if it if it gets above 3 conductors in a raceway you need to start derating it for that because as these uh conductors start carrying uh current um it cr- it creates heat and so there needs to be enough um air inside uh in order to cool the conductors and so you don't get a breakdown of the insulation so in that example of uh, 5 Insulated conductors in a raceway on table 5C, you would see that you would need to derate that cable once more uh, by 0.80. Section 4 006 temperature limitations, uh, subrule 2 it talks about um, where the maximum conductor termination temperature for equipment is not marked. uh, The maximum conductor termination temperature shall be considered to be 60 degrees for equipment, rated at not more than a hundred amps, or marked for use with a number one gauge or smaller conductors. And and, it's, and 75 degrees for equipment rated more than hundred amps or marked for use with conductors larger than number one gauge also Ooh. I want to add um, uh, to more uh, limit uh, uh, sorry correction factors that may need to be applied like say if you are in your house and you're doing all your your home runs and your're Uh, thinking you're doing a really neat job, and you uh, decide to to bring all your cables all together at one point. And uh, in section four, it talks about where multi-conductor cables are run in contact uh, for distances greater than 600 millimeters. So if you run all these cables together for a distance greater than that the impacity of the conductors has to be corrected by applying the correction factors from table 5c based on the total number of conductors in the cable so essentially you've just basically said that that's in a um, in a raceway together and now um, the impacity of those cables just went way down depending on how many uh, Uh, wires are run there so it's important to keep uh, distance from each other and arrange them um, in uh, such a a way that they you will never have to do that when you're um, uh, bringing in your home runs over to your panel section 4-010 sizes of flexible cord it states that flexible cord shall not be smaller than uh, 18 gauge copper conductor except for uh, tinsel cord which shall be permitted to be 27 gauge copper or uh, cords for use with specific devices which shall be permitted to be uh, number 20 uh, gauge copper. Um, So let's say you had you're running a bunch of conductors um, in a pipe and the what would you, if you ran 60 degree um, conductors in with 90 degree conductors, you would then have to derate the, uh, the cables that were uh, 90 degree and uh, you would have to uh, determine the, um, the ampacity on the lowest temperature rating uh, conductor in that pipe. Uh, So you'd have to use 60 degrees so if you were wondering how uh, which cable to use in a certain uh, condition or atmosphere um, you would uh, reference uh, table 19. So table 19 um, will give uh, cable acronyms, Uh, so LVT uh, is a class 2 circuit and which can be used uh, in exposed or concealed in raceway in dry damp locations um, and it's extra low voltage control cable Um, NMWU, which the WU stands for wet underground, is a non-metallic sheath cable And it can be directly buried in earth uh, but uh, with protection required by uh, the inspection authority. NMD 90 which uh, the D is dry uh, location um, is a non-metallic sheath cable it can be uh, installed in damp locations but uh, um, I think those those locations are very limited. what's considered damp. Um, TW 75 the W is, uh, stands for uh, wet and the 75 is the uh, the rating of temperature um, and it's a thermoplastic insulated conductor and it's for exposed wiring uh, we're subject to weather. The smallest size of copper conductor that is allowed for a lighting or power circuit is a 14 gauge copper. Um, And that's uh, section 4-002. Now talking about uh, neutral conductors um, and how we identify a neutral conductor. So if the neutral conductor is over 2 gauge It needs to be labeled or clearly marked at the ends of the cables. Um, A small wire needs to be permanently marked. Um, If it's 2 gauge and under it needs to be white or gray or three continuous white stripes. The neutral conductor shall have sufficient capacity to carry the unbalanced load. The maximum unbalanced load shall be the maximum connected load between the neutral and any one grounded conductor as determined by section 8 um, where the neutral is allowed to um, to be smaller uh, uh, sorry the neutral carries the unbalanced load right and must carry the uh, must be able to carry the amperage from one of the ungrounded is what I just said. Tripping over my words here, um, but it the neutral conductor is allowed to be smaller than the line conductors after two hundred amps at at seventy percent. The neutral is uh, is also known as uh, identified conductor. Um, because HOTs can be of different colors where the neutral is identified and identified being white or gray or white stripes or clearly marked. Uh, Tables D8A to D11B um, have the ampacities for underground cable installations Uh, based on uh, calculation methods in the IEEE 835 whatever the hell that is Um, and then uh, corresponding diagrams to those D8 to D11 uh, they have the various typical cable arrangements for the underground cable installations well I think I'm gonna leave it at that for now section 4 is a smaller section, um, so a short video for me, since this is my first, is probably a good idea. Um, in my next episode, we will talk about uh, Section 6, uh, Services and Service Equipment. Thank you very much for tuning in, and hopefully you guys tune, tune in to the next one.